Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Welcome to another Jags podcast. This is episode 83. We're going to call it the return of Joey. Did we like actually officially agree it's 83? Yes. I thought, I thought like you guys. No, nope. 83. No, I don't know what happened. We're episode 83. And uh, like instead of return of the Jedi, it's return to Joey. Yeah, and I'm pumped yeah. to be back. Return man. to Joey. A lot of, lot of like real life stuff that kept me away. You're but, telling uh, me you have a life outside of this podcast? Is that I trying to tell me right now, Joey? I know it's like shocking, but yeah. like, you know, transportation is like the main thing. So mm. like it's, you know, actually, like actually it, getting here. I'll Uber like next it. time. My bad. Before we get to Ugh. the preseason, we got to tell you at least where to find us. We're on, we're on Twitter at another Jags pod. We're on Facebook and Instagram at another Jags podcast. Let's just jump right into it. Preseason, we've we've now finished the game. We now finished the game with the Falcons. It's safe to say again, the offense wasn't great. I think I can speak for everybody when I say preseason over hallelujah, high five, fist bump, like whatever you want to do with it. And not just for the Jags, but just like in general. I mean, the preseason's a joke at this point. Like, I mean, beforehand it was like somewhat of a joke. Now it's a complete joke. Would you disagree with that? I mean, I would say the fact that we've scored 29 points in three preseason games is, yes, a joke. I mean, that is a joke, but I mean, but we didn't play anybody. I mean, we, well, we played people maybe one series in one game out of four games, and I, I can't, like, disagree with it. Okay, we scored 29 points. We gave up 100. Okay, so what would you Does say? Does that concern you, like, at all? It doesn't. It doesn't concern I'll me. say the only thing I've taken out of preseason that concerns me, I will say in a minute, because I want to hear your take on preseason, because you're more of the football guy, like coach-wise. Okay. Coach okay. So, like, what do you think we've gained out of the preseason? I think that we've gained who will make the team and who won't as far as our depth. Okay, so that's exactly my thought. Was yeah. The only thing that we've learned out of preseason is we have no depth whatsoever. Uh, I wouldn't even say we have no depth. I would just say... We have very limited depth. Okay, limited. That's that's yeah. like the half. That's the know, half. The glass is half. Yeah, half full. you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're it right. is. And, I mean, and that's the only thing we've really like learned throughout the preseason. I mean, it, it, it's been a nobody. We don't want anybody to get hurt. We have some injuries. You know, quotation marks. Yeah. If you're not watching on Facebook or YouTube, but I mean, really, all it's shown us is that, dude. After Sunday, hopefully, we pick up some people through. Other teams drop people because if everybody stays healthy, we're good. If, if anybody gets hurt, we're not. I mean, that's kind of kind of what I've learned. I don't, kind of black and white, but 
Gardner Minshew went 11 for 26 against the Falcons tonight. How do you think he looked tonight? I mean, I wouldn't even say tonight. I'd just say in general. I mean, he looks like a rookie quarterback who is composed, who's tough as heck, and I don't have a problem with him being our backup for a half or maybe a game, maybe two games midway through the season. But he's not a backup that can come in if Foles is seriously hurt. That's true. Can you afford to have a backup on your team that can't come in in an emergency situation? Like, why have a backup if he can only play two games is my question. Because they're hoping that Foles stays healthy for a whole year, maybe, or eight games, maybe out. I mean, whatever. They're, they're hoping he's – and Minshew's going to come along. I mean, he's that guy that needs to come along. I definitely think that he has the moxie. He's got the attitude. He's got the smarts. I mean, he's got a lot of it to where he could fill in for two or three games, but not straight out of college. I don't – I mean, man – it's so hard to evaluate because the offensive line is just terrible. Because they, I mean, they were terrible, but they were terrible tonight. Their depth is terrible. I, I mean, I don't know, man. Magoo at least. I mean, he was only six for twelve for thirty-one yards, but at Magoo. least Magoo gave you three rushes for thirty-five yards. The first time I heard his name, I thought they were joking that <laughs> we actually had a quarterback named Magoo. I mean, come on, man. I mean, nobody was playing tonight. That's actually going to be on the team for the most part. Like tonight was about like the. 52nd through 56th position on the team, a couple people, and maybe the 10 practice squad spots. I mean, that's all it was about. Can I talk about who stood out? Absolutely. Is that allowed? I'd love to hear in that. In this game? because I'd love to hear that. Because there was probably some people out there that watched the game. It wasn't me. I listened to it, <laughs> so I can't stand to watch it. That, all right. Elijah Hood. Yeah. Eight carries, 71 yards, nine yards per carry. With a long, he had a 50 yard run, obviously. It's the most notable thing that stands out. I mean, that was most of his carries. If you take out the 50 yard run, he had seven carries for 20 yards. That looks a little more underwhelming than that. You can't. You're right. You're right. I'm not that guy that's going to take away you busting off one. That's what you're supposed to do. And I mean, he had a decent career at North Carolina. I think that's where he went. But he's not going to be on the team. No, he's not. Okay, but here, who is here? How about somebody that's going to be on the team? Okay, thank you. Raquel Armstead. I agree. We'll be on the team. Okay. Six carries, 40 yards. A.K.A. Rock. Rock Armstead. Six carries, 40 yards. He looked okay tonight. Like, people are going to overhype his performance because that's what people do in the preseasons. They overhype performances. A- another guy, though. Yeah. He had a 32-yard carry. That means if you take out one carry for 32 yards, that means he had five carries for eight yards. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> But he's looked, he, he's looked like better than average through most of the preseason. So if we're going to take into account preseason, yeah. that guy's looked pretty well, decent. Well, he's a rookie. So yeah. that guy's going to be on the team. Oh, I keep making that noise, man, because it's like almost hard to come up about. I'm, I'm glad we lost every preseason game, honestly. Like this is the you know happiest that, I've been in a preseason You know that's ever. never happened in Jaguar history. I know, and I'm, fan, I'm yeah. so happy about it because – We've had four and zero preseasons or three and ones, and like, oh my god, we look amazing in preseason against other teams that aren't playing anybody. This year, we finally didn't play anybody, and we lost every game, so our expectations can be normal. That's a weird way to look at it, and I don't know if I'm on board with that. I'm totally on board with it. <laughs> Week one preseason, Baltimore Ravens zero to twenty nine. So what? They em- played all their starters. That's embarrassing. I didn't say it hasn't been embarrassing. I'm saying we can like start the season That's with a realistic expectation of what's going to happen. I would at least think I could draw up one trick play yeah. that could get my team into the end zone. Yeah. 
Not to mention these are NFL caliber players. Zero points. Week two against the Eagles, 10 to 24. Not so bad, but we have to take into effect that the touchdown happened like. I was going to say, those 10 at, points were in the third yeah, and it was, quarter. It was, yeah, yeah, it was not good. Not good. Not a good game. Week three preseason, 22 to 7 loss to the Dolphins. Mm. Dolphins are a powerhouse, though. Oh, wait. No, they're not. They're the opposite of that. Yeah, that, that, that's not good. They're the only team where like they don't have any offensive position group that was in the top 32 rankings of anything. So you were not impressed with the Foles, the DD, back of the end zone, touchdown pass. I, DD for the TD, as uh, Mr. No, Frank I wasn't. Was no, I was impressed with impressed Josh with Allen in that game. That's who I was impressed with. But That's it. Offensively? You no. were impressed with that? No. I wasn't. That was a great throw. Foles threw a terrible interception. I'm not saying Foles is going to be bad, but he had a terrible interception in that game. I didn't ask about the terrible threw it, threw it, Literally threw it the other team. I'm saying that was a touch pass, perfect timing. That was a to good a receiver throw. they'd never thrown to in an actual, some kind of game. Here's where, okay, and then we'll just finish out week four, lost 12 to 31. Here's my problem. It's not with the players, it's with the coaching staff. I'm, I'm kind of concerned about the coaching staff. I okay. really, really am. Well, because you're telling me you can't game plan in preseason. It's backups versus backups. Yeah, our starters didn't play this. Our starters didn't play this. We, we held them out. You're telling me out of four games, backups on backups, you can't game plan one win? Well, here's where my, as I get older, the more like conspiracy theory, you know, I oh, get. Oh, Lord, here we go. Like this whole like hurricane thing, like it's not hitting us in Jacksonville, but hey, let's sell out some gas, all the water in Nocatee and like every generator at Home Depot because there's a chance, right? So you can go into that more detail if you wish later on. No, we don't. But point being is that I think Marone's a chess master, man. A chess master that can't win a preseason game hasn't tried to win a preseason game. I don't know, man. I mean, where, where where's Maroon going to keep his job in the preseason or in the regular season? I am uh, as someone who, if I was a coach, I would be trying to win games. I don't care who you who's yeah, I mean, out there. You're already at the pinnacle at this point, and the preseason means nothing. So a preseason win means nothing. But if you're John D. Filippo and you just got fired from your previous job, aren't you going to try to at least show that you can win games? And you can scheme an offense that can do things. I don't, Having, think, I, don't of, think, I don't think DeFlippo doesn't think he can win games. The dude scored 29 points in four games of the preseason. Because I don't think they care. I don't think that's true, man. If you're a coach, you don't care who's out there. Like I said, you could have a high school team out there. If you're John DeFlippo, you're going to try to score touchdowns. The beginning of preseason. They're trying to get people hurt. And where are they getting their reps? In practice. Exactly. Do I agree with that? No, but these are the guys whose jobs are on the line. So they have zero pride. They have zero pride There's in no the pride product. In the preseason. Nobody cares about the preseason. No. Mm, Nobody is on SportsCenter right now talking about a 4-0 preseason team, whoever they are. I don't know because I don't care. Nobody's talking about them. There's no pride in that because it doesn't matter. It's a joke at this point. I would just hope you could draw something up that could get you in the end zone more than t- three times in the preseason. I agree. Three total times. I just hope they're saving it all for KC. Yeah, I hope so, too. All right, well, let's move on to the regular season. Please, God, let's move on to the regular season. I'm ready. We're done. Preseason's over. (sighs) Thank God, man. Well, I guess Sunday is like... like, Is this the worst preseason as a Jags fan? Uh, uh, No, stop it. Don't answer that. Let's move (laughs) on. I was about to answer. Let's move on. Okay. (laughs) So, we actually had a Twitter poll where we asked, how many wins do you think the Jags have this season? Okay, and I'm not going to read you the answers, Joey, but I want you to try to guess the results. Well, 
Not, 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 not my not, opinion, but what the results yes, of the poll yes, are. Yes. Jags win this season. What was this put out? One day ago. Um, I'm going to go. Okay, l- let me read you. Damn it, Joey. Is that dead on? You ruined it. Here's the here's the options. Six or less, seven to eight, seven to eight, nine or ten, eleven or more. Well, it's nine or ten. Nine or ten. And again, I don't follow our Twitter, so yeah. I didn't yeah, of course, yeah, obviously. But I was dead on with that. Yeah. And sixty four percent, by the way. Yeah. I mean, strongly. I feel yeah. that I mean, my whole point was I've been eight and eight for like two months. Until like the recent like our, our division just got wide open. Yeah. Thanks to the grace of the Jaguar football gods because well, you got Lamar Miller, torn ACL. Yeah. Andrew Luck, take the money and run. And then Taylor Lewan, you know, hey, I want to get beefed I up. I forgot and about that. I beefed up and crazy, four-game suspension. So, I mean, we play them in the first four games of the season. So, dude. We watched that Taylor Lewan oh podcast God, with the best thing ever. Was there any doubt that dude was, was just juiced up on something? Well, first of all, he had two cups. <laughs> and both of them were getting refilled constantly. No, no. And... <laughs> Oh, you want to talk about conspiracy theory? If, if anybody's not watched that podcast, like I'd recommend that more than ours because that thing was amazing. That was something. That was definitely I mean, definitely from like a bus to start with, which kind of fits. It's probably in like his backyard with like Seriously. the fallout shelter. Oh, yeah, it was great. But anyway, that guy's gone. Four games. We played them in the first first four games of the season. So, so you're at eight and eight, and then a loss of I Andrew was, and the loss of Lamar Miller, and the loss of Taylor Lewan The first time we played them on Thursday night. Puts you at nine to ten. That's two win difference. I think nine nine wins wins the division. I can't shake the fact that I think we were a nine to ten win win. We were a nine to ten win team before all of this. I think now we're an eleven. Dude, what? Uh, I I know we have a hard schedule. We're about to go through it here real quick. Okay, assuming nobody gets hurt. Yes. I mean, but the thing is, is that like, yeah, no, nobody gets hurt, but. Every team is going to have people that are hurt. I think what you meant to say was assuming that we're not as hurt as last year. Yes. Right? Is that what you meant? Well, let's get specific. Foles doesn't get hurt. Fournette plays 80% of the games, being very lax on that. Even if for, even if Foles plays, dude, if, if Cam Robinson's hurt, if Norwell's hurt, if Linder's hurt, then it doesn't matter. True. So I think... Because everyone's going to have injuries. God, you just mentioned so many injuries. I mean, like... Dude, from last year. I'm, yes, not, I'm not making them up. They literally happened last year. But wh- I think what you're saying is, is if we're not as injured as last year, because every team's going to have injuries. Every team's going to yeah. have that injury no, there, there, here there, there. There's those normal injuries, but it goes back to the depth that we have right now, which is the only thing I think the preseason's been valuable for, is to show that... We have no depth. We have no depth. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily no depth, but... our our depth is so young that they're not capable of like filling in at this point for the most part. So yeah, I mean, I was eight and eight from the get go. Like we're eight and eight, we're eight and eight, we're eight and eight, even with the upgraded quarterback. But in our division now, man, nine and seven wins. Mm, You can make the playoffs. All right. YouTube live, uh, Treeb talks, our boy Treeb, who, uh, who, uh, does YouTube videos. Although we haven't seen them in a while. Yeah, it's kind of like falling yeah. off. Yeah, it's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll bust his uh, balls on that later. But he says, uh, Magoo honestly impressed me. I'd take him Dude. as a second over Minshew. Oh, dream. Josh Hampton on YouTube Live says, same. Come on, and you guys. know what? Jason on, Trent says, same. Oh, my Lord. Same. Man. Give me Alex Magoo all actually, day is long. A, is this actually happening? Dude, my dog is like tatted up. 
can scramble, makes throws on the run. Dude, Magoo. what does Magoo do? He's got the man thighs and a mustache. Dude, Are you kidding me? You just said Magoo. You meant Minshew, first of all. Second no, of all, <laughs> second of all let's whatever get, the backups are, I don't let's know. Go to the, the fact that Minshew's at least played against some like first-ish, second-string team. Magoo played at FIU. No, I'm talking about the powerhouse I'm FIU the Panthers. <laughs> Panthers, roar. <laughs> oh, dude. First of all, his name's Magoo. I can't ever root for a quarterback named Magoo. I mean, he's coming and done some good stuff against guys that are going to be selling cars in two weeks or stocking <laughs> groceries. I agree. Minshew has at least played against some actual first-team D. Actually, probably more than anybody. Dude, he was our starting quarterback. So he's played against real, live NFL defenses and he's done okay as a freshman or a rookie whatever i mean dude the guys he he doesn't he doesn't get like he doesn't lose his cool he takes a, a shot knocks his helmet off comes back and throws the next play a first down dude the guy's got some moxie man he's got some moxie. toughness you know what moxie gets you it, a, a restaurant of the town center that's what moxie gets you yeah that that, that isn't even moxie <laughs> that's like a uh, I mean, fair enough. You, it, you own that word. It does but it. It does it. it, it uh, you can't on. argue the fact that no. the guy can stand in no. there. Give me like Magoo. I said before we started, Give man. Give me Magoo. Bro, there's a reason why Jags <laughs> fan. There's a reason why, dude, Minshew, it, like, he's noodle arm, bro. Give me Magoo, bro. The guy showed in Seattle. He showed in college. He showed he can get outside the pocket. He can extend a play. Dude, well, I went back and watched all this Patrick Mahomes film. <laughs> and, like, literally. Every, Are you comparing Patrick Mahomes listen, to Magoo? This is what I'm trying to say. Every big play that Chris. Okay, every big play that Chris Conley was a part of. Basically, every touchdown Chris Conley had for the Kansas City Chiefs, mm -hmm. Patrick Mahomes had to extend the play like over six seconds. That's all I'm trying to say. Okay. Magoo can extend the play for over six seconds. So can Minshew, Minshew is takes the shot on the chin and gets up and hands the ball <laughs> off and then punts it. Give me the guy who can make a play. Okay, this by the guy who also was a huge fan of... Don't bring up Tanner Lee. Tanner, Don't no, bring up no, Tanner Lee. You forgot his middle name. Tanner, quick release. I was Lee. never a fan of Tanner Lee. <laughs> All right, Brent Papineau said on YouTube Live, and thank you to our YouTube Live viewers. Well, you could have thrown out there that I was a big fan of Bortles, so that's true. Really I, I don't like, like to bring up the past. All right, fair enough. The past was bad. Brent Papineau says, have you seen a Jag team with worse depth? No. The answer is yes. Really? Yes, absolutely. I don't know if Jags fans remember. Uh, I'll throw out some years to you, and the years are from 2009 okay, well, to 2015. Well, okay, well, that and should be prefaced not only, by... Not only was the depth worse... <laughs> But the but, starters might have been worse. But those were teams with like no upside whatsoever. So I mean, I think Dude, it should be. Is there is there a team that could be more three and whatever or make the playoffs? I don't think so. Do you remember the year we drafted Jarrett Dillard? Who? Michael Thomas. Uh, uh, like, uh, like Michael the, Thomas. Michael. It's <laughs> good for the New Orleans Saints right now. No, you're oh, thinking not, of that's a not the totally different person. Yeah, no. Oh, was, what was, was his name? Okay, hold on. <laughs> it was Michael Thomas, a different guy, though. No, Mike Sims, Walker, Mike Thomas. My, completely different player. Mike Thomas from Arizona. <laughs> completely different player. Dude, there was a year we drafted Jarrett Dillard. We drafted Mike Thomas. We drafted, uh, that was the Mike Sims Walker draft? I don't know, man. Regardless, though, the question's legit, but it should be, has there been a Jaguars team with less depth that has a chance to make the playoffs? And the answer would be no. No, the answer is yes. There isn't. Yes. Hold on. Can I? Can, I, can you give me a second here? I'll give you plenty of seconds. Okay. Let's. Just, I'm looking up right now the Jaguars 2009 draft, and please, please let me read this draft to you. Like you will like literally vomit. Okay. 
And this isn't even the worst draft that we've had. First round, Eugene Monroe. Ended up being pretty decent with the Ravens. Yeah. Second round pick, Evan Britton. Literally the spokesperson for weed. Literally weed spokesperson. So is Eugene Monroe. And yeah, exactly. This is the 09's the year of the weed. Apparently. The year of the weed. They're way ahead of yeah. the game. Third round, Terrence Pot Roast Knighton from Temple. Ugh. Yeah, not bad for not bad for us. Really good actually with yeah. the with Jack Del Rio with the Broncos yeah. for like a year. Derek Cox, remember the defensive back that ran the four two forty from William and Mary who had no film. Remind you of anybody? <clears throat> Quincy Williams. Quincy Williams is gonna be a stud. He's not a DB. He didn't run a four two, but he ran a four five. He's a linebacker in a small awesome. school. Gonna be awesome. Here we get to our boys, Mike Thomas. Fourth round pick out of Arizona. Fifth round pick Jared Dillard. From well, Mike Thomas also went to Baltimore and had a decent like five or six years after that. Mm, no, I would not. I wouldn't say decent. I mean, he was like. I would never put the word decent in Mike Thomas's career at any point, right. unless he's coaching high school football and that team is doing decent now. I bet they are. I bet if I clicked on the Wikipedia page, they would be, but I'm not going to do that right. because I need to keep going down the page. Jarrett Dillard. We were all pumped about the prototypical-sized Jarrett Dillard coming out of Rice, and we all were like, man, this guy's got strong hands. He's prototypical size. Remind you of anybody? I, for the record, was not pumped about Jarrett Dillard because I don't remember that. You know who Jarrett Dillard reminds me of? Josh Oliver. Yeah, I know one's a tight end, one's a receiver, but we were Man. saying the same things about well, both players. If Josh Oliver was healthy enough to be on the field, we could probably make a comparison. I need to like relax because people are like, dude, you're too negative, and I'm trying not to be negative. But you're, you're naming not, a team no, that didn't have a chance at making the playoffs. You're telling me Blaine we, Gabbard, Justin Blackman didn't have a chance? Uh, well, let me keep going no, here. Blaine Gabbard is <laughs> the, the worst thing that's ever happened to the city of Jacksonville. Please let me keep including going. Including hurricanes. Please. <laughs> Six-round pick, Zach Miller, who ended up... There's two Zach Miller tight ends in the NFL, which is completely strange to me. It makes no Just sense. Just like two Mike Walkers. But, <laughs> Michael Thomas. Thomas, sorry. Yeah, but this... Uh, Zach Miller actually ended up playing for the Bears, and actually was pretty good. Exactly. Like, like, our, like every player in that draft, right? Eugene Monroe ended up playing, being good for the Ravens. He was really good for the Ravens. Evan Britton... Evan ben, Britain. Evan Britton ended up being good for cannabis. Yeah. Terrence Knighton ended up being good for Denver. Derek Cox was trash. Mike Thomas had the Hail Mary catch. And I think. Blackman is fantastic for the pub he goes to every single day. <laughs> he's on the road to recovery, man. Come on. No, he's on the road to okay. the same. Seventh round. We had two seventh round picks. Rashad Jennings um, at a Liberty. Not bad. Not to mention Liberty is playing in our Great Atlantic Sun Conference Dude, with you and Not FNJU. a bad pick. Mm, we. Mm. And then your boy, how could you forget Tyquan Underwood from Rutgers? Okay, the point being, though, once again, is that that team had no chance at making the playoffs. Thank you, Brent Papina, for getting us on that tangent on the worst depth of all time the Jacks have ever had. But I think that the question should be modified. Once again, I'm saying, yes, maybe not the worst depth we've ever had, but the worst depth we've ever had with a team that could make the playoffs. Do you yeah. not think we can make the playoffs this year? I think we do. Okay, I agree. But do you not we, think that our depth is probably top five worst ever? Okay, here's the difference, though. In 2009, we had a lot of salary cap room, and we had all this money. We went out and paid guys like Jared Audrick. We went out and paid. God, we went out and like tried to get these guys for free agents left and right. We literally have no money right now. We're capped out. We got money tied up everywhere. We got Jalen Ramsey's contract coming up. We have an Ngakwe wanting a new deal. We're not in the same position. Yeah, but you when see, you're 
We're tied you, up with cap room. You need to have depth. Did you see how they they, they wrote uh, Boye's contract? Dude, they're writing contracts the right way. They're not stupid. Yeah, we've been saying that for years. No, but they're not because like this no year, one's this stupid. Year they wouldn't like a, be an NFL GM dude, if they were stupid. His dead money this year is basically nothing. His dead money next year is like twelve million. So the dude's gone. So uh, the cap room will not be an issue. Plus the cap keeps going up, man. We're not gonna have an issue with cap space going forward. Josh Hampton on YouTube Live says we all saw how bad Tyree Brady was tonight. No chance he makes the team, but does Pryor make the team on his mm. size alone? I think Pryor does. I don't think so. I'll let, I you, I'll got, let you finish I before I just shatter the, your argument. Well, I mean, you can shatter it. I mean, it's whatever. It's a 50-50 or a 70. I mean, who, who cares? I do. I, I think he's athletic enough. He hasn't got a, a lot of sh- chances because he's been injured once again. I know they're big about keeping people on the field, and that's a big thing, being available. That's like their whole mantra. But, dude, we're so weak at wide receiver, depth-wise again, and there's not a lot out there on the market. So I think we keep him. I think Tyree Brady makes an impact on these routes. Corner route, comeback route, and back shoulder. So all we're throwing short routes again? No, 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 no. Tyree Brady has showed at Mar- He went to Marshall. That's where the routes he excelled in. Those are the routes Alshon Jeffrey excelled in. Mm. The, the problem is, is I think DJ Chark does it better than Tyree Brady. He doesn't have the size, but DJ Chark runs that corner route way better than Tyree Brady does. DJ Chark runs that back shoulder way better than Tyree Brady but, I mean, and that comeback. Like, let's go back to that. Does anybody really care if he's on the team or not? Tyree Brady? Well, the thing is with Marquise I mean, Lee. Than him and his family? There's going <laughs> to be a guy who's going to make the a receiver on the roster that like isn't going to stick around after the IRs players come back. So is that player going to be Ty- going to be Terrell Pryor? Maybe, Maybe. But I don't think he'll get snaps. I'd like. Is there a question about Lee in the Twitter questions before I uh, throw mine out there? Not, not I'd this like week. talk about that. Not this week. Not Wait, can we get <laughs> Rashad Green or Rashad Green? Brent Papano. All Brent Papano mentions not only Matt Jones oh. but Rashad Green in two comments. So. I still have a Matt Jones jersey hanging in my closet. If you, don't, if you, don't, right if you now. didn't love Matt Jones, then you're not a real Jacks fan. No, that's dude, the bottom line. Dude, that right guy there. could have been a stud. If you weren't pumped about Matt Jones getting drafted, then you were not a real Jacks dude, fan. If you weren't pumped about his one year where he was a stud wide receiver, you're Absolutely, not a Jaguars man. fan. I, I, dude, I I mean, if Jimmy Smith oof. could have came to him and said, hey, bro, this is how you do it, he'd still be a Jaguars wide receiver. By do it, you mean like running routes or do you mean like the other thing? No, the off-the-field yeah, stuff, okay. obviously. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. <laughs> this this has just derailed. It's the greatest episode this, ever. Yeah, this is what happens when we bring Joey back <laughs> on an episode. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to hit some quick words from our sponsors. You can find us on Big Cat Country, uh, specifically SB Nation. Overtime Boy. Network, we love Overtime Network. They're the best. Go subscribe to them. They have a bunch of podcast networks for all different teams. If you root for other teams, go hit them up because they have a bunch of stuff. We'll be right back. Sounds good. All right. All right, this is episode 83 of another Jags podcast. We're breaking down the, uh, the Jags <laughs> schedule, and we kind of already made <laughs> That was awesome. By the way. I, it's gonna take me a while to recover from that. Just to be honest, if you're not, if, if you haven't watched the YouTube, you absolutely have to, so you understand. Please go back and watch the live Why? video on YouTube. I'm uh, having a hard time like composing myself yeah, at this point. Yeah, please. I mean, if you right. want, if you want your business advertised the proper way, then make sure that you uh, absolutely listen to our, our <laughs> absolutely hit us up. We'll get you. All right, let's go week one. All right, week one, which is a huge week one. Kansas City Chiefs at home. Huge. Win or loss? Win. Oh. What makes you think that? Because 
We've sat all of our starters for the entire preseason. They are so healthy. We're and so rested. Fresh, it's insane. Rested. No, not that. I think because we've shown so little, like I said. Yeah, we've, we've been chess masters up to this point. Nobody has any idea what we're running on offense for the most part. Yeah. And they definitely don't know what we're running on defense because, I mean, again, I'm not a you know lineup type of guy, but I think we're switching to a 3-4. I think we're going to have Ngakwe and Josh Allen. Allen on the field yeah. way more than anybody expects. I just don't think that they're going to have the game film to scheme against us on defense. I think we win, man. It's going to be a close game, but I think we win by a field goal. I like it. I don't think we win that game. I, w- I think we'll be way more competitive than people think. I think the line is only like four points, three and a half. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. Only because it's at home. They give you three points at home. Still it's probably though, a seven point. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, we play well against the Chiefs. If you think back to last season, we were the best defensive team against the Chiefs that they've seen. We held them to, I think, their least amount of points yeah, we still got of any smoke, team. Though, man. I just don't think it's a blowout this year. And I, and I don't think we switched to a 3-4. I just think we have a 3-4 look. We showed in the Eagles game like a little 3-4 look uh, with uh, Campbell at the nose, Allen and Smoot on the edges, and then we had Ngakwe blitzing from the interior deep, uh, linebacker, which is what you would see. You don't think with Capers there and all the, and those two talents that we don't switch to a 3-4? Man, I don't think we switch. No, 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 no. I think we stay in the uh, 4-3. So Allen plays 20 snaps a game? Uh no, I think Allen comes in on like third and long. I think he, I think we do mix in some like three four variety. Okay, and, but I don't think. I mean, he probably plays. I would say between forty and fifty percent of the snaps. Well, fair enough. But I, okay, maybe not a win, maybe not a loss. I think that game's a toss up though. Which so it's a toss up between us. It is. So as of now, Joey's one and zero. I'm zero and one. Then we go to at Houston. We definitely win that game. I think so too. But I can see us going zero and two. Which is kind of a cop-out, I understand, but... I and there's no fence sitting on this. This is, like, definitive. <sighs> you picked the first game, loss. I picked a win. I think we lose. So you're going 0-2. Yeah. Only because it's at Houston. And I'm going 2-0. And, and I think because... Even with Lamar Miller out. Yeah, I mean, they picked up Duke Johnson. I think he's better than Even Lamar with Javani... Clowney maybe not even playing on their team. Nah. I think... So I, I can't th- say his first name. <laughs> I think due to like how he handled this offseason, I think it's going to take us a couple of weeks to kind of get our traction. So you disagree with what they did? No. I would rather it take a couple of weeks to get traction than to have a guy out for the entire season. So you don't want like a 3 and one start and then lose the rest of your games like last year? That's, yeah, that's right. exactly that. Fair enough. So, so you're 0-2, I'm 2-0. Yeah, 0-2. Right. Then we go Houston, or I'm sorry, then we go Tennessee at home Thursday night. Loss. Win. I will not pick the Jaguars to beat Tennessee. Regardless, I don't care if Taylor one is out forever. I will not pick them to beat Tennessee until we actually beat Tennessee. They have our number. They've always had our number. Not going to do it. That's a win, though. All right. That's a win. I disagree. Loss. So because you're one and two. I'm two and one. That's the game we start to come around. That's the game that we. So it's gonna be like the catalyst. For yeah, like absolutely. Our, that's our, our, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. then we realize it's do or die. If we go down a game at Houston, then we our division really hangs in the balance of at least beating Tennessee. Or we home. start zero and two, go to Tennessee, lose again, and like Fournette has a phantom injury and never plays again in the season. No, that's last year. You're talking 2017. 2018. Fair enough. Right. You're talking 2018 Jags. All right. All right. Then we go week four at Denver. Hmm. Trap game. Do you know why that's going to be a win? Because of the thin air and Lambo. Because I'm going. <laughs> that's why it's going to be a win. Forgot about that. And that's all that's I'm going to so say relevant. about that. Absolutely. Um, I'll be there. 
Steve, can you imagine all the twit picks I'm going to be sending from uh, that stadium? Uh, you know, I- I'm picking two and one going into that game. Or... So you're saying two and two? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, trap game, two and two. No, I say two and two for different reasons. And I'm going to a Rockies game. But we're still at the same, like... We are. That's, kind That's of strange. It is strange. All right, we go to week five at Carolina. At that point, Newton's going to be like in a body cast in a hospital, so I think we, we take them. I think we match up well with McCaffrey, so I think we can stop him, and that's really all they got. I agree. I think they're a dumpster fire by week five. Yeah. I really do. So we're both at three and two we're at both, this point. Both at three and Interesting. two. Week six, New Orleans Saints at home. <laughs> Loss. Loss. Yeah. I don't think there's much needs to be said about we're that. We're three and three there. And that's not even the fact that like, we're bad. It's just like... No, the Saints are just that good. Yeah, and they're and and who knows? I mean, they're one injury away from being terrible. Of course they are, just like Which any is team. Drew Brees. Yeah. Well, even Michael Thomas, Alvin yeah. Kamara, yeah, any of those guys. All right, week seven at Cincinnati. Hmm, that's a tough one, man. Because Cincinnati's down, and but they still have some weapons. I mean, they still have some of the same weapons, but that's at Cincinnati as well. Yeah, and we're both at what. Three and two at this point? Uh, yeah, three and I three. I think we're back at three, three and three. three, man. No, we're at three and three already. We are? Yep. I think we go down three and four at that point. You think we, we lose, lose at Cincinnati to that dog poo team up I there? think we lose at Cincinnati, and that's our catalyst for the rest of the season. Hey, guys, we're better than this. Now, if yeah. we lose week seven at Cincinnati, we're done. I disagree, because look what we come back to. That's uh, that's an easy scan. Look what boys. we come back to after that. Okay, week eight, New York Jets at home. When I think the Jets could be better than people Dude, think. Dude, the Jets are garbage. Dude, Le'Veon Bell, Sam Darnold in, in his second Sam year. Sam Darnold, who did Jameson nothing last Crowder, year. decent tight end. They got a good or defense receiver. They, okay, talk defense. De- Quinnen, they have our boy Quincy's brother, Quinnen. Dude, they have a good defense. That's it. I think Darnold's going to stick. They have Le'Veon Dude, Bell. I still think Darnold's. I trash. think we win that game, but I don't. Th- I think they're a much harder opponent than at Cincinnati. Yeah, swallow that. Marbles. <laughs> I don't have anything to say about that. We're winning that game. Week nine, Houston Texans at home. We win that one. Redemption. Absolutely. Yeah, I think we win that too. I think we're going to disagree on the week 10. Because um, you don't think they're going to beat the Colts? Um, it's bye week. Huh? It's the bye week. Week 10. <laughs> How are we going to disagree on that? Come on now. Trap me there. Here's the real question. Is Fournette, does Fournette have a suspension by week 10 by week? I don't think it's a suspension at all. But, I mean, he might be not playing at that point. You don't point. think he knocks any old dude's liquor nah. into the lake? I don't think he's going to do that this year. Nah, I don't think so either. I'm giving more credit than that. I mean, honestly, I took him a really high in my fantasy draft today. Really because I wanted to root for him. I was hoping that would, like, mentally like make me root for him but i i don't think he's gonna have a character issue that's gonna make him not play it's just his physical issues man i mean is his ankles gonna be okay is he gonna pull a hammy is he gonna he seems just like have a low pain threshold man and you can't have that as a running back in the nfl but he wants to get paid too so i think that's gonna power through for some reason those are all good points all right so we've gone through 10 weeks nine games what's their record after week 10 after nine games. I'm going to have to go back and count because I'm not good at math. So for I me, think you had them at five and four. Yeah, sounds about right. Wait, did you have them winning the Texans or losing? The second one? Yeah. Actually, both, yes. And you had them winning Jets at home, right? Yes. So you have them at, at five and four. Yeah. I also have them at five and four. For different reasons, but different we're on the reasons, same point. Yeah. All right, so we're moving on to... 
At this point, the Colts. Right. Before we move on to there, <laughs> we have to take one more break. I know. I know. I know. One more mm. break. These are for our boys over at OT, Overtime Network, and Big Cat Country, SB Nation. We do like them. We do. We got to throw them a bone every once in a while. So we're going to take a quick break, quick bathroom break. We're going to come back with no ads this time because we absolutely butchered the abs. The abs. I don't know about we, <laughs> but we'll go with that. We butchered the ads. If you want to watch us butcher ads, go watch our YouTube, amazing. our YouTube live show. Um, and we will be right back after these. Uh, we'll see you in a second. So welcome back to another Jags podcast. At this point, we've broken down, what, nine games out of the season. Yep. We're both at five and four. Yep. And for different reasons. Mm-hmm. So it brings us to the mighty Colts. Yeah, at home. Or no, at, at Indy. At Indy. With Jacoby Brissett, possibly. Jacoby, the man-child Brissett. Yep. The backup who doesn't want to play. TJ Yeldon? Is he still healthy by then? Dude, I hope not. Is TJ Yeldon on the bench a healthy scratch by week 11? I say yes. I don't think so, I man. say yes. Dude, he balled for us for like three quarters mm, of the season. He gave up, though. He's a, he, he gives up. He's a guy that gives up. Absolutely gave up. But you don't think he wants to prove to Jaguars that he can run? I think he does, but I think... If he you're a guy that him. I think a guy that gives up is always a guy that gives up. All right, fair That's enough. That's what I think. I, I can agree with that. Yeah. So, so win or loss for you, dude? We're beating the Colts. Win, we're absolutely. We both so we're both at six and we're four. We're at six and four. Then we're at Tennessee, November twenty fourth. Thanksgiving as, is creeping up. Cold as heck. You're planning your Thanksgiving meal. I will say that game, the game at Tennessee last year. I don't know if it was the Jags or what, it was one of the the coldest football game that's ever played, ever. And I'm going to go back to the, I'm not picking the Jags to beat the Colts or the Titans until we beat them. So loss. I think by week 12, the Titans have tried three different quarterbacks. They have gone back to Mariota at this point. They're a dumpster fire. None of that matters. Derrick Henry will bust off a 90 yard no. run where nobody on our team no. tackles him. No, that's They'll archaic. fall down for some reason. You're showing your age. It's archaic. Did it happen last season? <laughs> I say win. So you're at seven and four and I'm at. Six and five. five. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Then we got the Bucks at home. I don't think we need to spend a lot of time oh on that. Oh my God, dude. The Bucks won't even have yeah. uniforms at that point. <laughs> Who's a better question? Who's the quarterback week 13 for the Bucks? Mm. Jameis, not Jameis. Mm-mm. He's going to have like 90 interceptions at that point. Who's even there? I don't even know who their backup is. Uh, like, I was going to say think, Fitzpatrick, um, but he's, yeah, he's not even there. No, anymore. it's, um, who's the guy from, uh, <laughs> it's got to be a McCown brother, right? Or McCown. No. Okay, let me pull up here real quick. Uh, Ryan Griffin, Blaine Gabbert, and Jameis Winston. Even more reason that they're going to just all catch on fire at that point. Also recently recently added Vincent Tessaverde, son of the none and only really? Vinny Tessaverde. Really? Yep, just signed. Yep. I didn't realize he had a son that even played football. Oh, well, impressive. he does. Big so nuts. you have us at, at this point, Seven and five, I have a set. Eight and four. Yes. Okay. Week 14, LA Chargers. Oof. Is that at LA or that? Home. At Jags. We got them at home. Yep, I agree. I agree. I'm at nine and five. Here at eight and six. Yep. Week 15, at Oakland. <laughs> Easy dub. Yeah, that, we can't beat the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, week 16 at Atlanta. That's a loss. That's back-to-back road trips. Yeah. Either way, it, it, everybody forgot how good Atlanta was. They're off, ago. on, off, on, yeah, off, on. Atlanta's mm. going to be balling this year again. There's no reason for them not to. Uh, that, that's a loss, man. I have us rolling with a win in that game. I think by then we're rolling, and that's a win. So I have us with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, twelve. I have us at thirteen and three. <laughs> I know. I know. So what you just said not to even like pick the rest of them. You well, the segment? last like, game is the Colts at home. Did you were just like eight and four? How are you thirteen and three now? I'm, it's not possible. I'm twelve and four. Okay, twelve and four. I'm twelve and four. And then we, uh, I'm picking them to lose at Atlanta and beat the Colts. So I'm going, like I said, nine and seven. And we're winning the division. Either way, it doesn't matter what a record is at the point. We're it is do you disagree we're winning the division? No. I mean I have us at twelve and four. All about home field advantage at that point, right? I think this team is so much better than people think. No, they are. They but really, it's really all are. gonna turn uh, it's, it's all about the injuries, man. I agree. I think this year's defense could be better than two thousand seventeen. I agree. With without question. I mean, maybe not as many turnovers, but they can be a better defense. You think the Bears were good last year on defense? I think they can be better than that. So you got that. All it takes is the offense is not messing it up. And you got DD making a leap. You got Marquise Lee back. You got a huge upgrade at quarterback. Full her Fournette like actually has to play well this year if he wants to ever make a paycheck again. No way we're not better on offense. So, dude, we are going to the playoffs. It's just a matter of how healthy and cohesive we're going to be at that point. I think the biggest, our biggest deficiencies are at linebacker and tight end, the two most overrated positions in the NFL. And by overrated, I mean... I you, think tight end, I agree. But linebacker, really? You only need two. Yeah, and we have one. Again, health. I mean... Yeah, I mean, that's, really that's good every one. team, though. That's every team. No, that's every team. Backup if the Saints lose Breeze, they're out. If the Chargers lose Rivers, they're out. Linebacker, if, not quarterback. I agree at quarterback, but at linebacker, somebody can plug in. I mean, every team's going to have deficiencies in certain spots. And if you get hurt, sure. it's next man up. It's not superstar potential everywhere. And I just think that this year we're going to be better than people think. Think about how good last year's team would have been if everyone was healthy. So obviously I'm saying if everyone's healthy, we're fine. But See, last year was a not- Exactly. I mean, it was. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree there. But I mean, we are thin. We're thin. Do we do anything Sunday? I think we lose. You said we won, right? No, no. I'm talking about this Sunday. Do we do anything as far as other teams dropping players? And if we do, like, what position would you go after? I mean, maybe a lineman. Maybe. I think that's it. You don't think running back? Mm, No. No? I think. I mean, they've picked up so many running backs. They picked up Rawls. They picked up Cunningham. They picked up Blue. I'm not saying they're going to do a good job at it. I'm saying, should they go after a running back at this point? No. No, really? Fournette, Rawls, or no, I'm sorry, Fournette, Blue, Rock? and Armstead. Yep. Wow. Yep. I disagree with that. I think the only position we go after is running back, and I hope to God they pick up maybe like a like a change of pace back or something, dude, because 
somebody can catch it out of the backfield because if Fournette goes down, we're in trouble, dude. Nah, that's a fair point. I think a safety would be great to bring in. Yeah, that's true, too. They should bring in a safety, but we'll see. We'll see. Well, I think that's going to wrap up our episode 83. This is a very in-depth schedule prediction. It almost sounded like negative, though, but we both had us going to the playoffs. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's a positive. It's definitely a positive. Preseason means nothing. Jags are going to the playoffs. The fact that I picked us losing to the Chiefs and the Saints shouldn't be negative to anybody. No, that shouldn't be at yeah. all. The fact that you picked us beating Titans twice, though. Yeah, absolutely. Titans Oof. are dog poo. Woo! Titans are bad. They're always dog poo. We're going to be better than people think. We absolutely Hands are. Hands down. I agree. Yeah. Put, take that to the bank. All right. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Another Jacks Podcast, Twitter, where we're most active, Another Jacks Pod. Uh, we will be here with you, who knows, next week, maybe, after pre- previewing the week one Chiefs Jags games. Yeah. I think that's going to be a requirement. Yeah. I mean, we'll go a little more in depth. We'll get into like the film. We'll get into the formations. When we'll do they put in- out like the uh, actual roster, like injury report that's real? I think they have to by Wednesday or Thursday of next week. All right. So we should do the podcast whatever day they put that out. Yeah. All yeah. Right. So Wednesday or Thursday. So we'll be here for you. Uh, make sure to uh, give us a five-star review on iTunes and uh, support all the ads you heard tonight. <clears throat> Even the butchered ad that we did in segment two if you didn't listen if you didn't watch our youtube live segment it's it's probably worth the it's gold i'll just tell you right now it's it's like around like 30 30 to 40 minutes i don't know yeah, where go to youtube go there and go to, just please go to 27 watch seven minutes and just watch for 10 minutes and you will not regret it. i apologize to my bookie which who will never send us an ad to read ever again maybe they will because they are pretty like edgy that was gold. And it's really on them to send us an ad to read. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. If you've ever watched our show, you and should know we're going to butcher anything. Their script was garbage, so we had to do something with it. Yeah. And honestly, our script might have been better. They I should agree. take our script and use it for all their other podcasts. I agree. Yeah. Besides the part about it not being legal in the United States. Besides well, that was you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to another Jags podcast. We'll be back with you next week. Thank you for listening. And as always, go Jags. Go Jags. <laughs>